Welcome to Don't Be Alarmed, We're Negroes, the podcast where we take a colorful look at life, diversity, and the game of golf from the other side of the green. Over the next hour and change, you will definitely hear explicit perspectives penetrating your ear. Enjoy! Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. Negro, please. Breathe, Negroes. Hey. Welcome back to Don't Be Alarmed, We're Negroes. It's e the Champ, man, and I just want to welcome, welcome you back. We're here in the building. And we have a great show for you. Uh, Hard Knock Slice is in the building. Uh, we're kicking off our tournament this week, so we're going to have a lot of fun. We have the fellas on here to kick off this week along with the commish of the Hard Knock Slice. So we're going to go around the room, and I'm going to introduce everybody, and then we're just going to get to some golf and some shit talking. Um so, uh, let's do it. Uh, first person we have, he has all the answers. And, uh, you know, the ladies blow him, but he uh, usually blows the trombone. So, we got trombone shorty in the house. What's happening? What's happening? Uh-oh. Dan the answer, man. Ain't got the answer because we can't hear it today. Uh-oh. Are you there, brother? Well, we'll come back to Dan. Oh, are you, oh, okay. I hear you. I hear you now. Okay. Okay. Uh, All right. Go ahead, Dan. Just said it's good to be back. Looking forward to seeing everybody Saturday. Nice. All right. Very cordial introduction. Very nice. I like it. I keep um, it professional over here, you know. Below you, we have the guy in Diego. He plays golf all the time. Shirt on, shirt off. We get he gets it done. What's happening, Booger? What's good, fam? What's good, fam? Just want to welcome the peoples out to the show again, mm-hmm. and for the fellas, always remember: if she don't finish the song when she rocked the mic, get her off. She ain't got nothing but talent. Mm. Take her off the show. Take yeah. her off the show. Very nice. You got to speak into the mic, like ladies. Yeah, there you are. Uh, <laughs> the, the newcomer to the hard knock slice and unfortunately there is no old bitch caddies allowed <laughs> what's happening Marcus what's happening fellas Just, you know long day but looking forward to the weekend let's see what I'm gonna do word I hear, I hear you Maybe I had that beginner's luck. Yeah. Hey, hear you on that shit, man. Right on, Marcus. <laughs> we got to put that. You're going to have to put her, uh, you know, you're going to have to stuff that old bitch in one of your, your bags. You know, <laughs> I'm going to show up with her on my shirt. Oh, yeah. Hey, you, you might have to, man. You never know. <laughs> on the back, it says, She with me. <laughs> Eartha Kit is the shit. <laughs> and then we got the commissioner himself. Mr. Hard Knock Slice, Mr. Money Mike himself, 
up, Money Mike player? How you doing? Sir? All right, then. Don't squeeze hard. What's happening, Mike D? What's up, gentlemen? How are you? Marcus, if you come out in this first round and you win, I brought you into this tour. I will take you out. <laughs> oh, boy. That's that daddy slave talk. <laughs> uh, here we go. Oh, man. And then, we, and then we got my player partner, Mr. Redbone himself, man. Mr. Sugar in the building. What's happening, Sugar? What's up, fellas, man? We, uh, you know, we motherland pimping on this side of the greens. Oh. Kiss my ass, sugar. Um, and with that, sugar, give us a rundown of what we're going to talk about in this, uh, what looks to be a fun show. As always, man, um, we love the fellas coming on talking shit, so we appreciate y'all uh, for being here. Um, we got an exciting show for you as we always get to get into the golf news of the week. We'll get into last week's Charles Schwab's Challenge, this week's Memorial Tournament, and the U.S. Women's Open. We got a, a real good diversity topic here, a straightforward way to address the PGA of America's diversity problem, because we all know they got some fucking problems. Let's be real. Our front nine is going to be real interesting, because we're going to talk about and rank our favorite wrestler finishing moves. And if you are a wrestling fan, you're gonna enjoy that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you will, because that's gonna be a it's gonna be it's gonna be a debate because everyone has their favorites, man. So um that'll be an interesting uh, little conversation there. And then our back nine, we're gonna get into everything hard knock slice. It's time, fellas, talking all that smoke about the tournament and how you're getting ready and um and how you're gonna win it. I'm sure I'm sure there's a lot of people out here that want to talk something about and put the, put the chest out, this is the time to do it. And then we're going to get into our weekly segment, What Are We Hating On? Our gigging golf song of the week. We got one for you, and this is wrestling theme. So we got Action Bronson and West Side Gun mm-hmm. with a cut called The Dudley Boys. Nice. So as we always do, my partner, let's get into that golf news of the week. Let's do it. Welcome to the Negro Golf News. Thank you, Tuan. All right. Um, first up on the agenda here, unless you've been under a rock in the golf world, uh, DJ is headed to the live, the other side, overseas. And it's rumored that he got paid, I think I saw $125 million to make the jump and go play in that tournament or to play overall for this league. Um, there was also a list of confirmed players out there that are playing along with Graham McDowell. Um, that I saw Kevin Na, Sergio Garcia. Um, and there are still six other folks to be added. Shots were fired also. Cause Rory said, Hey, the lineup is not that impressive. Um, Rory kind of sounds like he's, uh, the slave master's son. He's just riding, riding the train. Um, so what say you guys about DJ heading overseas um, and all the hoopla going on? MD, what you got, Mike Darangowski? Go get that paper, man. And it's, it's just like DJ to just kind of cruise, not say anything, and then just decide he's going to go over there last minute. 
Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was like a real post or not, if it was just a meme, but they were talking about how RCB dropped him or RBC dropped him as a sponsor. Oh, they haven't yet. They haven't dropped him yet? Not yet. Uh, yeah, not that they had, but um, there was like a meme saying, I still don't even know what RBC means. <laughs> For real. That's some cold shit. And that's your sponsor. Like, yeah, fuck your sponsorship. Yeah. They gave him 125 million. I don't think he worried. Yeah, exactly. Not concerned at all. You know, I, yeah, I mean, it's just more golf, man. Who cares? Just mm-hmm. go play. Yeah. yeah. And that's the whole thing that gets me is you mad because someone, somebody's getting that upfront money instead of that back end money and they're still doing what they love. And you got to figure out. And with Roy, that bitch-ass comment, he got friends going over there. So you, you, people who don't make money on the tour aren't big-time winners, got sponsorship. You live in paycheck to paycheck, mm-hmm. paying for your own travel and hotels. And they go on this tour, okay, they family set. Mm-hmm. Fuck. It's an easier, it's it's easier route for some people who have a harder time getting money to golf or getting access to the golf money that – these real good players get right so and i think the one thing is this this you know the they needed a front man and it was going to take enough money to get somebody to do it and let's be honest dj hasn't dj's been struggling a little bit so why not take the money and go play over there where you're probably going to be the best player on most tournaments you're playing in we'll see some of those names on the list might give them an ass whooping I ain't even gonna yeah. lie. Mm-hmm. True, but yeah, on paper, on, on, on paper, I mean, some of them are from you know European tour, Asian tour, right? Yeah, that just just aren't coming over here for whatever reason. So, I mean, I don't know Smart. what their world rankings are, and it might be interesting to actually see some of these guys. Mm-hmm. It it op- it opens the door for more. It opens the door for more competition, which there's nothing wrong with that at all. It's true. Hey, we'll see. Next week is the kickoff for it. So, what kind of odds can I get on Chase Kepka winning? Oh, huh. That's Same odds if, if you're not getting food poisoning again. <laughs> <laughs> and, and to your and to your thing, Mike. They they said they're not. Nobody's doing anything yet, like sponsorship or the PGA, until they tee off. But RBC was mad because Rory's. I mean, because. DJ's not going to be there at all, and his face is everywhere. But they haven't canceled yeah. him. Yet. Oh, the PGA. Yeah, that's like my my kid walking up to the curb, and I'm telling him, "Don't cross the street." He's going to step over that curb. <laughs> so these sponsors threatening to tell you tee off. We're not going to do anything. It means they're going to do something. Yeah. And, and, and the, the players already said fuck off. So what do we what do we playing around with? And the PGA is really not going to say anything until after one of these tournaments is going to happen anyway, because they're not. They're not – I'm going to say it. They don't have enough balls to come out and say something in front of. They're going to say something after it's already started. You, you, you know, know what got me? I was watching the Golf Channel today <clears throat> with the women's open about to happen, and the dude was talking about moral compass and all this stuff with the money and stuff. And I'm sitting here listening to these motherfuckers getting paid, and I'm like, you talking about moral compass when it comes to deciding how they treat their people – but you want them to play golf in America and how America's been treating people for years and years and years. You cannot talk about moral compass on another country when your moral compass has been off forever. Mm. Right. It makes no sense to me. 
If I'm, if just, I'm the PGA, I'm going to, you need to pretend like you're the big boy in the block. They're not acting like that right now. They're acting I, like a no, bunch of bitches. You. Act like exactly. you're the big boy in the block. Wait for this first tournament to come out and then slam it because it's going to be trash in terms of a product compared to you on the jump. It's not going to look good. It's going to get what, what if it's for, not, though? What, what if it's not? It's not going to roll out perfect. Well, nothing rolls out perfect. Nothing ever does. But in the same token, you're the PGA. Why would you care if the kid across the street is giving your neighbor some money? You already got the big house. Who cares? It's competition, man. Why are you crying about it? Dilutes, it dilutes everything. And you're trying to keep a stronghold on it. You don't want any dilution. Are you still going to live? Are you still going to be fine? Yeah. But that's not a corporate behavior. <laughs> you're not wanting everybody to be fine. That's just like playing for an NFL team and they tell you, well, you, you, can't, you can't sign with nobody else. You always have to stay with us. Bitch, no. I need to get my paper. What's well, wrong with USFL? Have fun. Well, you know, these guys have a choice. So it's really going to be on the players to, to really – make a choice and i think you know it's it like we've talked about on this show before if you're gonna have enough of them to go over there i think that changes the whole equation but you're the pga get your stack of money and buy the league then and make it like the canadian tour the european tour might as well have those those guys won't go for that now i see see the overseas is going to be like the xfl of golf it's just gonna be a it's a, it's a generic PGA. Mm-hmm. Well, like, yeah, well, you do that so you can get into the P. Well, you, it's part of the PGA, like the European Tour. And, if, you, and you if hardly it, ever see anything. So, so you're saying you're saying it's gonna be the markets. You're saying it's gonna be like the opposite of like when you watch like European soccer in MLS. It'll be kind of like the difference between that. You'll see. I believe you'll see a difference until it's gonna take a lot of them to go over there mm-hmm. for you to get a comparable product that the PGA is putting out there. But it's going to take a lot of those players to go over there and play, and I don't I don't see a lot of those players ready to make that jump yet. Yeah. There's going to be a couple guys, that. they're going to test the waters. There might be a, a few years. Guys will trickle over there if it's not as successful. I, 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 think, I think a lot of guys are, are wanting a few guys to go over there to see what happens, see what it's about, see what it is. It, should, I, should I make the jump? But they'd rather watch a couple guys go over there and play and then make that decision in instead of just doing it. But it's going to take some guys just to do it to see if it's going to work or not. It'll take more than DJ and Sergio and Phil to go over there. And like me right. and me and Mikey was talking earlier, I don't care if you go over there. I just want to see what's going to happen. Like when DJ says, okay, I'm coming back to playing this major. And they say, no, you can't. What you going to do then when, they have to, when you have to go to court? Right. That's what's going to happen. So the the buildup coming into that, what you just described, Boog, is we're going to really see what the PGA is made of. Like, are they going to say, oh, it's okay, or we're going to fuck with you? I don't know. It's going to be interesting. But enough of that. If they really wanted to fuck with him, they tell him he can't miss anything to go over there. Right. They're allowed to miss three, but the PGA has discretion to say yes or no, even if they request those three. Hmm. Yeah, true. So if you request, you know, I want to miss this one, 
it could be a shithole tournament that doesn't really, you know, not one of the majors, one of the bottom tier ones. And they can say, nope, we need you over here playing. You know what's stupid? The stupidest thing ever is, so they have the L-E-T tour, the same thing as L-I-V, but for women. Mm -hmm. LPGA is owned by the PGA. No one says shit when the women have gone over there and played. They've had two tournaments already. Hmm. Interesting. Said nothing. And they allowed to do it because we all know women get paid shit when it comes to the LPGA. So they get to go over there and make some money and come back. Nobody said not a word. Wow. I like now, it. That's what we're good talking point. about on Golf Channel today. Yeah, that's a good point. We're going to see. It's going to get interesting. Next week is going to be an interesting time. They still have to release the six names. So uh, keep your eyes peeled. Let's see what happens. Hey, the next thing on our list here. Uh, sometimes you got to watch a legend without your phone. You see all these golfers out there with their phones and stuff. Well, homeboy was just holding his beer. And he ended up getting a sponsorship out of this shit and getting a 15-second spot and then negotiating a deal with, with Michelob uh, just because he was standing behind Tiger Woods without his phone. Um, what say you about this? He was holding that beer because it cost him eighteen dollars, and he didn't want to get jacked. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. like, I put my beer down. Somebody gonna take it over a pitcher? <laughs> I thought. It, I mean, I thought it was pretty dope, man. Just to you, and you kind of see like. I mean, like, it, everybody it, has their phone. Yeah, everybody. Every, everybody in that everybody in that picture had a damn phone, except for that one dude, and he they caught him at the right moment. And I think that whole campaign around. You know they're tying their their product to just enjoying the moment was just that's 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 legendary man. Hey, legendary marketing shit right there. Cheers yeah. to him. Capitalize on your shit. We're in we're in that age where if you're caught doing something that's just outside the norm, take hey, the money. You're gonna get some money out of that. So, um, next on the list, John Daly says that if Tiger Woods had used a cart. When playing uh, a week ago, a couple weeks ago, uh, he would have stayed on the leaderboard. Do you feel that way? Yes. Uh, let's let's define leaderboard. I mean, are we 20, 20 long or are we like seven long? Uh, that's a good point. I think if he would have had a card, he he would have played a lot better, but his pride's not going to let him use a card. So it, it is what it is. I think he tweaked I think, should have taken a swing, so... Yeah, I don't think a cart would have helped the pain he was feeling. No. Yeah, I think John Daly wants to ride in the cart. That's why he said some dumb shit like that. <laughs> John Daly shouldn't <laughs> ride in the cart because it's a DUI. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say you can't, you can't drink and drive. <laughs> I just think, yeah, I think his fucking big ass want to be in a cart. That's why he mentioned it. Well, I just think that ain't fair. We'll see. Well, I Talk- can't hate on that. I mean, shit, give me a cart. Hey, I, I mean, I, I mean, I don't. I, I agree with you, Boog. I think his. I think Tiger's pride would not let him do it. Regardless, we ride in cart Saturday. Uh, yes. Yeah, because we have to. But I tell you, if we were walking, I'd be pushing that motherfucking Moto Caddy M5. Uh, <laughs> it puts me at a competitive disadvantage. <laughs> I'm gonna need one of those. Can we, get, can we get a tour set of empires. <laughs> nice. I like it. 
Um, did y'all hear about Nellie Corda? So she had blood clots and now she's back playing at the U.S. Women's Open, which we'll discuss here in a couple of segments. So what say you about Nellie Corda uh, coming back? So that's a girl. I mean, no, I'm happy. Welcome back. She had what, like a two month hiatus after getting that shit all cleared up. Seemed like longer though. Yeah, it was. She, I think she got it taken care of in like April, early April. Mm-hmm. But they've had a lot of tournaments where they'll play like you know they get a week or two off too. That's why I said it seemed like it's longer here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I took off from like October to March, but nobody's welcoming my ass back. Because you, 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 yeah, um, <laughs> never happened. You, you didn't win the championship. Never happened this year. That should come Nobody out and kick ass right away. You're correct. If you would have won the championship last year, Mike, they would have welcomed you back. Mm. Oh, you think so? You don't know no. these sorry sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> hey, welcoming <laughs> shit back. <laughs> they hoping you stay out. Target. <laughs> hoping you stay out. Um. I don't think she'll jump right into it, though, Marcus. Oh, I think it'll take her a little bit to get her groove back. Yeah. I think sometimes just the presence of having somebody that you know, you know, just knowing that they're coming back, it might mess some other folks up, too. So it could be a little intimidating, too. Cause yeah, the, exactly. The top, the top big dogs are really playing some good golf. Yeah. But she, was a shit. She, she was a shit, knew she was a shit when she was there. So we'll see. And you don't, I mean, it's not like she's going to, it's not like she was out for a year or two. Let's be real. She's not going to like lose right. it, lose it, you know? So. And you know, you, if you, you ain't played in a couple of months, you always, you always play a little bit better that first round. True. For us. <laughs> we'll see. To be determined. Um, so, uh, did you see the Gator got, the, got a, got a person's ball? Um, what are the rules on that, actually? That was my question on this to you guys. What are the rules? So if a gator comes out into the fairway and snatches your fucking ball, what happens then? Do you get a free drop there? Yes. Like, what is the what is the, the technical drop. rule? Okay. It's your, your, it balls in the hole, dude. Move on to the Move on to the next tee. If it's a gator, you would replace it where it was because he was on the green, right? He was on the green, yeah, on the so, green. right? He's on the green, yeah. so yeah, you would just treat it like, just like if you were on the green and somebody hit into the green and moved your ball with theirs, you would just place it back to where it was. But I'm with you, sugar. The black and yeah. yeah. oh, the ball yeah. and go to the next hole. Uh oh, yeah. I might have some new. I might have some new gators, <laughs> and I'm going to the next hole. <laughs> yep. Hey, we we ran into that rule this past weekend, actually. Oh yeah, we did. Oh shit, we did. We so I'm did. glad you said that, Mike D. Um, so it'll be on Bogey Brothers, but we had that situation happen. Another ball came in and moved another ball, but the ball that came in and knocked the other ball went into the hole. Mm-hmm. Um, so shit. it was just crazy. Hey, so. shout out, shout out to Bogey Brothers for that for just the the whole setup, man, and just chopping it up, man. We had a real good time with with y'all, man. We really did. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I've been watching the videos. Those boys are cracking me up. So free hate of the week. You live in San Diego and hit me up yet, and I'm on the show too. What the fuck? <laughs> well, they will hit you up. We'll we'll get you. And real quick, speaking of a ball being moved by a gator, Mike, remember when we were in Vegas? I think it was Badlands in Wagers Ball. That little white dog ran onto the onto the green and grabbed his ball. 
Yeah, took it off your mask. Poodle in the miser- middle of the goddamn desert. Yes. <laughs> just runs up, snags his fucking ball. Whoa. Yep. Huh. Okay. That's that's crazy. Yeah. And then you just placed the ball back there, and then did he make his yeah, play? I don't know. We were probably wasted at that round, so who knows what we did. <laughs> I'm chasing that dog with his ass. I, I told him he had to go find that dog and get the ball out of his mouth. <laughs> and it ran back to hey, his house. What if, what if the dog ate it? Were you going to make it poop it out? Mm. Nah, that, the owner set that up so he get free balls. <laughs> Fuck that. Shit. Um, and then lastly on our list for news. So the match is happening. It actually just ended. Um, who was your pick before I disclose it? You guys probably watched and saw who won, but uh, who was your pick prior to the match coming on today? We kind Hold of discussed it. Badass kids yelling in front of my place. Let me close the door. Okay. Um. So Dan, who who did you choose? Did you choose the the older quarterback? Make sure you give him the allowance, bug. Oh yikes! They my kids. <laughs> my kids are grown. What did Maury say? Yeah. Fuck them kids. <laughs> oh shit. Fuck them kids. <laughs> if they was my kids screaming like that, I'm going out with guns. Yikes! Oh, oh, wrong. Oh boy. Um, you, you're, gonna, you're, gonna, you're gonna go from kids to kid. <laughs> <laughs> hey, focus. <laughs> well, I go with none because I'm shooting everything out there. Shit. Wow, uh, Dan. Who we do not choosing? condone violence on this podcast. <laughs> I chose Brady and Rogers. Take okay, it. good. All right, Mike. Uh, I was I was a little bit torn because I got uh, Josh Allen, who's him and I are the number one and number two ambassadors of Encore Golf, but then I got Aaron Rodgers, Marcus's favorite person in the world. <laughs> I went with I went with Rogers. Nice, I like it. Nothing, Marcus. No, nothing. Nope. <laughs> um, I think I, I think I took the old man. I don't. I didn't think the young guys played enough golf. No, that's fair. Booger. I didn't take any because I didn't plan on watching it. Then I figured out nothing was on TV. So. But like I said, like, it was garbage. This is like the day. This is like the the day after the you know when the ESPYS come on, like when there's no, nothing comes on in the summertime. This is just one of those days. Yeah, but well, I don't watch the ESPYS either. So, well, who did you choose, Shug? Uh, I chose uh, Pat Mahomes and uh, Josh Allen. Oh, <laughs> why you got to speak like him? <laughs> Pat the Frog. Wow. Um, I took the old dudes, and uh, that's I believe who won. Uh, Aaron Rodgers sunk a nice putt on the last hole to seal the deal. That dude could play some golf, man. He uh, was carry- he's he carried that team, man. Brady had to play some golf. Good for him. Rodgers can. I mean, what do you mean by <laughs> can play some golf? It looked like he could play some golf out there, man. He carried his team. That's all I'm saying. He did carry his team. It looked like he played just like the rest of us. Yeah, they all. But shit, did you see? I mean, they all look. They they all look bad at one point. That's why. Gives, that's why. I'm which point. gives why you having a match on people which, who look like regular golfers. Cause you want to see that shit. No, I you don't see these. I do. I was trying to figure out which one of us was a five handicap here. I want to see amazing. them fuck up. I want to see them fuck nope. up and how they respond to that. Who was a five handicap out there? Rogers is a five. Oh shit! Right. He played like a five handicap. No. Exactly. 
I mean, they did hit some some patrons today. There was are one you dude. are you gonna play like your handicap on national TV? I'm not on national TV every Sunday, Thursday, and the playoffs. They well, used to crowd. I'm hey, just saying. Suge, I did play like that on Sunday when we played on TV for the Bogey Brothers. I just want to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I played. <laughs> so. Oh, goodness, man. This, <laughs> guy, this, every day. Hey, this guy is. They started the first hole talking about uh, they might need to move because somebody's going to get hit. Yeah, they Y'all, did. These hard knocks, like, you guys are quiet, man. This this dude up here on, is talking a lot of shit. Y'all are quiet That's as because fuck. Because he knows his he knows his days are numbered. <laughs> and he's got to get as much shit talking in as he can. Because this championship is for a limited time only. Wow. He said, he said, E, he said, you're just handing it over. He said, no more got him no win. I plan on no bring that rogue out. Hey, I plan on defending. So he bring saw August 14th and he's like, it don't shit. Count if you don't use the rogue. <laughs> we'll see. I still got a tinker. Um, so with that, um, I'm a Charles and I got a homeboy that I grew up with and his name is Charles. So let's get into this Charles Schwab challenge. She'll give us a rundown of what happened. Well, fellas, Sam Burns dropped a 38 foot birdie from the fringe to win in a playoff over Scotty Scheffler. Um, who's been winning everything. So it's, you know, I, I know some of y'all don't, don't really want to see Scotty keep winning. So it didn't happen this time. Um, Burns finished with the five under 65 to get to nine under who on here shoot nine under on Saturday. I want to know that. Uh, right. Burns was Burns was done in the clubhouse at one point. Uh, and Scheffler was, there was a lot of players that were tied. I think there were five tied at 10 under and then uh, didn't happen. So congrats to Sam Burns for taking out the Goliath. So what did y'all think of the tournament? And then we'll get into these FedEx Cup points in a in a second. I, I, I can't say that I don't like Scheffler, but y'all making a lot of hype out of nothing. And he ain't been winning forever because he ain't won in a long time when it comes to tournament-wises. But I was more mad about my, my boy, HBV3. Man, he fell off. Man, one hole that it just went downhill. Yeah, it did. Kind of did he four putt on that one? Yeah, he right. did. And and what was jacked up is he was waiting for a minute. He was getting irritated because he was sitting yeah. there waiting. You could tell, and yeah. it kind of messed with him a little bit. Yeah, just went downhill from there because he was at he was tied for second. Yeah, it just fell off. I was a little hurt for him. Well, it was a good tournament. You got to stay up there and you got to close out and. You know, I think once Varner gets that and gets that edge where he can close out, he'll he'll start getting some tournaments. So uh, he plays well for three days for sure. So shout out to him on that. Uh, FedEx Cup standing, Scheffler is still up. Well, he's up 1,041 point lead. We'll see uh, what he can do with that. It's like a major and a major and a sliver of another major. Okay. Three tournaments. Yeah. Kind of. Three small tournaments, you'd be fine. Kinda. Of. Most tournaments you get about three to five hundred points, depending on what it is. Memorial, yeah. how many points you get from Memorial? I think it's five, uh, five fifty. Exactly. Well, before we get to Memorial, you know what I'll be wearing this weekend to keep my skin moist, cool, and calm while I'm defending my championship. 
It's for your eyes only aesthetics. <laughs> and I suggest maybe actually you can give us a care bag of sunscreen for all these poor saps that will be burning in the sun while I'm winning. So let's hear from for your eyes only aesthetics. Hey, golfer, gals and gents. This is Ashley Knight, founder and owner of for your eyes only aesthetics. Plan on hitting the links? Then you need sunscreen. 80% of all skin aging comes from the sun. So protect yourself while you're on the green with Image Skincare, available only through a trusted esthetician like me. When I'm outdoors, my go-to sunscreen is the Prevention Plus Daily Ultimate Protection Moisturizer, SPF 50. A friend of this podcast is a friend of mine. So enter coupon code don't be alarmed at checkout and you will receive 20% off your order. Again, enter coupon code don't be alarmed at checkout to receive 20% off all orders. You can find us at www.youreyesonlyesthetics.com. Again, that's www.youreyesonlyesthetics.com. Well, thank you for that, Barb's. And thank you for keeping me and preparing me for this weekend. Um, Shook, let's get into the Memorial Tournament, please. Yes. This is at the Murrayfield Village in Dublin, Ohio. Par of 72, 7,392 yards. This is a Jack Nicholas designed course. The purse for this tournament is $12 million. And as we said earlier, worth 550 FedEx Cup points. Last year's winner was Patrick Cantillay with $1.6 million in the bank. <laughs> I, I, I got a question. What's the name of the course again? What did I say? Did I say it wrong? I'm asking. Who won it last year? But you said his name wrong, too. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. So, hey. <laughs> What's, the name of the shit? What's the name of the course? Murfield. That's Village. not what you said before. What did I say? You said Maryfield. Who cares? <laughs> hey, part of the gig. Y'all, listen, listen. Y'all need to get off, Reg. Get <laughs> off of the, you guys have to get off of the Cantalay stuff. The reason is, is Vegas has an over-under on how many minutes into the show we get our first, second, and third Cantalays. Yeah. So you can't eliminate so that shit. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm saying it. I'm just saying they should have an over-under how long it takes for him to fuck up somebody's name. Or Maybe or, I no. do this shit on purpose. Do you think, motherfucker? Can- no. Cantalay is no. a fabric of this show. Do not take it out. Right. Fuck him. Leave it, leave it how it is. Fuck your fuck couch, him. bug. Just asking. Why are you so angry? Because you always fucking shit up. I just asked the question. <laughs> Anyways, what do you guys think about this tournament? What do you think is going to go down? And let's talk about the picks. Uh, seems like there's some big names out there. Um, everyone seems to be on the John Rom train from what I saw on the picks and stuff. Um, it should be a good tournament. Uh, it's always special uh, tournament uh, when you play on a course that's designed by Jack Nicholas. Um so, um, with that being said, I'll, I'll start my pick first. I never go first. So, uh, I'm actually going to go with uh, Rory to win this. And my sleeper is Colin Marikawa. So, let's see what happens there. Um, let's go to Mike Derangowski. Who you got winning this guy? Uh, I'm going to go with Spieth to win it. I think he got off to a rough start last year, kind of shot himself out of it first round. 
and then had three solid rounds after that. So I'll go with Spieth. I think he's 20 to one. And then on the back end, I'll get Max Homa, 33 to one, and Aaron Wise at 66 to one. Wow. Nice booger. I got uh, Rory to win it, and my, and I got Spieth too. One of those two, because Spieth, Spieth is getting a swing together, getting hot, and I think this is a tournament where he gets it on fire. Nice. Okay, Marcus. Okay, Shuffley. <clears throat> nah. Maybe. Maybe Cam. Maybe Cameron Young can get in there and do something. I like it. Not bad. Uh, Dan, the answer man. So I got fellow big man Shane Lowry representing Ireland. He's going to take it. My backup is the other Cam, Cam Smith. Oh, I like it. Shook. Go with my man, Sung J.M. I like that dude. I think he can maybe sneak one of these tournaments that, that some of these guys are supposed to win. May not happen. And then I'd also throw in as a second one, maybe Rory. I agree with those who already picked Rory. Maybe this guy can get it together this time. And that's it. No sleepers, just those two. Okay. Nice. Well, you know where to watch it, enjoy it, um, and do that thing. Next, we have a big tournament for the ladies. It's the U.S. Women's Open. Hello, ladies. So uh, give us a rundown of that, Shug. Second major for the ladies here at the Pine Needles Lodge and Golf Club. Let me make sure I say that again for Boog here. You can pine, say pine. It's easy to say pine, pine. Pine Needles. Let's make sure so, you know, clean your ears out. Pine Needles Lodge and Golf Club at the Southern Pines, North Carolina. All right? That's where it's at, Boog. It's par 71, 6,546 yards. And the women's open is solely conducted by the USGA. This event this event began in 1946 and is the longest running tournament currently on the LPGA tour. And it is one of the ladies' five major championships that they will go for this year. Purse is 10 million and for 650 CME glow points. And last year's winner was Yuka Sasso. She outlasted Nasa Hatakata, or whatever her name is, <laughs> to become the 2021 U.S. Women's yeah, Open champion. Did you say Katakate? I said Kanishiwa Hataukata. Whoa. <laughs> no, that's wrong, too. You fucked it up it's, twice in the same <laughs> Hey, say, then, then go ahead and say it. You said it right the first time. No, I did not. Yes. No, I didn't. But whatever. This young lady, Nasa, is the one who won last year, the 21-21, or the 2021 champion. And uh, let's talk about this year's tournament and who we think is going to win. So what's up, fellas? Well, <laughs> I think it's it's great to have uh, the quarter sister back in there um, and competing and everything. And with that, I'm choosing her to win it. So, whoa! Um, that's my pick. 
Um, my sleeper was Stacy Lewis, but I'm I'm gonna go with Corda. Uh, so, um, Marcus, who you got? I'm gonna take Lydia Cole. Okay, I like Lydia Cole, Min Jin Lee, Min Ji Lee, Min Jin Lee, second pick, Min Jin Lee. Please. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and I, I ain't the only one. I ain't the only one fucking shit up. So I'm just saying. But Lydia, I'm I'm running with Lydia Co though. Feel pretty confident where. Nice, Dan. Who do you got? I also have Lydia Co. In my backup is Lexi Thompson. Okay. Uh, Booga. I got Menji Lee winning, and I got her winning by at least six strokes, bro. Wow. And but I do got Jessica Quarter filling. I top. I got her finishing top fifteen. Jessica or Nelly? Jessica. Mm. Mm. Thank you, uh, Mike D. And we got a consensus going. I got Minji Lee is my favorite. She's fourteen and one. And then my backup is uh, C Young Kim. Nice. Sure. Go ahead and close it out. And I'm gonna actually go with. I'm. T- She's back, so let's go with Nelly Corda, and I'm going to go with Brooke Henderson to back it up. Like it. Okay. Well, with that, enjoy the ladies. Enjoy this major. Uh, Should be a good one. Good to watch. Beautiful course. Uh, Make sure you support the ladies and and enjoy some good golf. Uh, With that being said, this is the biggest purse they had. Ten million. Ten million. This is the second place. Outweighs the first place from last year by a lot. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah, it's time. It's about time, man. Yeah, it is. I agree. It's about time. Um, now let's get into the diversity story and topic of the week. We shall overcome. No, I, they're going to kill me anyway. They've been killing me. I, I got some feedback this week, and it was <laughs> it was not good. Yeah, um, you continue. Yeah, exactly. I know. I know it. Um, so with that, Shug, tell us about the diversity story and topic of the week, please. Yeah, so you know this is this was a, an article that was in Golf Digest, um, and it actually appeared in a different um, in a different publication, which is a Golf Digest Golf Digest partner. So, I mean, at least they're picking up these stories on diversity and they're trying to to push them forward. So I can appreciate that. Um, you know, so this was an article that kind of it talks about, you know, is there a straightforward way to address the the PGA's problem of, you know, diversity and and how are they going? How what are they looking to do that? How are they looking to do that? And it came off right off of the the heels of the PGA Championship, um, where they you know, kind of you know address some of the things that were going on. Um, you know, I think if you read the article, it kind of talks about a lot of the things that we've talked about. That, that it's really about access. It's really about how are they looking to bring people of color in? Um, and is the PGA doing enough or is there enough, you know, I guess sponsorship. And I you really, what we talked about is there money behind it, enough money behind it to really get people of color and uh, access. So what do you guys think about the article and kind of what are your thoughts overall on this topic? The article was good, but I could never say this ever. You could never do enough because if you think about it, it, and it's in in the industry, you always try and trickle it in, trickle it in to see how people feel. Fuck people's feelings. Go all in. 
from get go. It, if you're going to be in saying, okay, we need diversity, then go all in. And we all know golf is PGA is all white staff, everything, go all in, get your shit together, get, find out you, they're better than us at finding shit when it comes to Google and all that shit. Find these places who are doing shit for minorities, not just black minorities, and get help them out. Do shit. You got way too much money. I agree. It was astounding to, to see some of the numbers backing up this article. Fewer than 1% of the PGA of America members um, are African-American. Under 10% are women. That's kind of crazy. Um, and then when you look at the board, uh, it's even more interesting. There's not a lot of flavor there um, at all. Besides the color, they just look really boring. I don't know. Look outdated, not keeping up with the game. Um, and it's just uh, maybe that's why they're not growing it. So um, you got to get some young blood in there. I don't, you know, yes, diversity is good, but we got to get younger there. Looking at this board, it's like, come on, you're not relating. Um, Welcome to Congress. Yeah, uh, one of the uh, go go ahead, fellas. One of the premises in the article. I mean, they're basically just trying to suggest ways to bring, you know, minority communities up through the ranks of, you know, PGA and, and get more membership. But it's kind of a bullshit premise because they actually they actually countered it with another article that Golf Digest had about how PGA professionals are talking about how hard it is to be a PGA professional right now, where you've got long hours. And basically they're coming out saying the job just kind of sucks and there's a shortage of them right now. And so the, the article is suggesting, well, maybe we need to take and, you know, flood this, uh, you know, all these openings with minority candidates. Well, that kind of tells me that you're, you're trying to take minorities and put them in positions of jobs that other people don't want that aren't paying a lot of money. That don't sound right to me. <laughs> I mean, exactly. that, that premise in the whole article was kind of bullshit to me. Now I know that that's ultimately not what they're truly suggesting. They're trying to, you know, they're trying to get more involvement and engagement. And ultimately that happens at a community level and that's all good. But for them to, balance it against that other golf digest article just didn't sit right with me. Yeah. I feel like that. And this is what I was saying earlier. I mean, I appreciate the fact that they're trying to bring light to diversity topics, but I feel like these, sometimes there's, you're stretching too much. Um, you know, I feel like it's, you're trying to bring too many things together to prove a point. Um, I mean, I think we all know that there's a that humongous gap in there and um I think they have a they have more than these types of articles to address the issues that are going on. I think it starts from the inside out. Yep. Yes. I think they do it to say that they're doing it. It's just it's just words without action. Agree. If you're gonna go in, go all in. Exactly like what Booger said. You have they have to do more. Because you're sitting back waiting for a community, and we had this conversation before where there's just not that big of an interest. 
because it's just not something that are in those communities. You have people on, the, on, on this panel right here who grew up and not one person in their family told them about them. They found it. You know, they showed an interest and went and got it themselves as adults. So um, NFL says similar things, but they're actively in the community. They, they have a reward for guys that are active in the community, you know? Mm-hmm. So like I said, I just think it's, it just works without action at this point. And PGA is, to me, it's just one of those, it's like the government. It's one of those old time, good old boy clubs. And they are holding on tight to it for as long as they can. And they got golf courses in all hoods everywhere. <clears throat> yeah. The golf course is in every corner in San Diego, but folks don't know about it because you think the PGA would say, okay, we're going to support every city and their golf courses, be it $5,000 a year, $10,000 a year, help with upkeep, help promote it, something. You have that kind of money. Well, you want to do it everywhere because, you know, it is. it does come down to money, but you could start, you could say, hey, we're going to go to two communities every couple of years, we're going to put Inner city, we're gonna throw a golf course there. It's gonna be they're gonna they're gonna take care of it. be a nice golf course. People will come play. They can overcharge just a little bit, and then the money that they overcharge goes into equipment for youth. Now you have leagues where youth the youth can come in and pay twenty five bucks to play in a golf league, mm-hmm. and you're creating an opportunity. Yeah, I and think it's creating, all it's all about interest. It's, it's definitely all about creating interest. Definitely. I think like when you, you kind of take the Mike Marcus, what you were saying, like they take the concept of like a gym, like a, you know, like a boxing gym where, yeah. you know, the cost to get in it is a little expensive, but if, you know, you, you can do the right things um, like you were saying and charge just a little bit extra, put the money towards the right things. And I think it would definitely, it would definitely kind of work itself out. Um, you know, definitely agree with that. And I think just golf in general is a difficult sport to begin with, right? It takes a long time, dedication to, to even get remotely decent, right? And so, and the people who are successful at it or pursue, you know, a career in PJ, they have to really enjoy it. So it's just not going to be, oh, I played it on the weekends with some of my friends. How long does that last? Because most kids don't have that attention span, right? So I think just inherently golf is a difficult sport to have interest for a long time, to grow, I think, with what they want it goes back to what Marcus said. I think it's more of a publicity type of a thing saying we're also doing this because diversity and inclusion is just a huge buzzwords across most industries right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is, it is, it is a hard game, but you know, at, at the same time, it just you teach a man to fish. Yeah. I think I get the hard thing, game part. Same thing, with, same thing with golf, give them the opportunity and they're going you're going to have a handful that are just going to take it and run with it. And it goes back to what you are saying. It is harder and, and actually having somebody out there that's decent. Now you got to pay somebody to coach these kids. You show them the game and let them play the game just like we play the game. I haven't paid for lessons, but you'll have a handful of people that will. And, and when I say hard, right, I don't necessarily mean – Next thing you know, they they leave the they leave the inner city course or the inner city league as kids. Next thing you know, they're in high school playing. Right. Oh shit! Now we got a couple kids with scholarships. Now they're going to college on golf scholarships. Yeah, 
you know, and I could, it's definitely so, possible. Yeah. And I think from when I say it's a hard sport, I'm, I'm talking not just the skill level needed to be decent. I'm talking about the environment. It inherently yeah, is a difficult cult, thing. Culturally, it's it's tough. Well, it's tough. To, no, no, it's I'm talking tough about. To, but I'm sorry, saying I, I'm, culturally, too, I'm just going to say it. But I, I understand what you're saying, Dan. But I think there's a lot of things that impact people of color more than just than just the than what we're talking about. Agree. Um, agree. Yeah. I, I'm with you on that. And when I say PJ has enough money, I don't I don't care what you say. Too much too many people sponsor the PGA and they flush too much money in there. They could do a lot more. And when you say okay, it's a hard sport, you gotta learn. That's like saying, okay, back in the day, black people couldn't be quarterbacks in the NFL because they aren't smart enough. No, they weren't given an opportunity. Go be a receiver, go be a running back. Put that money into the, the, the game. All the money you have, like you do already to other shit. Like you do other shit. And if it's a PGA, like Tiger Woods started the whole foundation, he used hardly any of his own money. And it's one of the top schools because you got sponsorships. PGA can do the same thing for courses around the country. Yeah. Like you and guys you, are saying. You it's, get in there. You, it's, 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 it's a dog and pony show. That's all it right. is. It's, and these articles aren't enough. to. It's, it's not enough. Like you, you they're going to have to continue. And, and the thing, too, is, is when I look at the people that they're putting behind all these programs – Get more people of color that to run these programs. That that is the thing that drives me nuts. Is that, and I'm not saying that that people aren't qualified for jobs, but man, at least go out and seek the knowledge of the people that are that are the community that you're the communities that you're trying to bring people from. Go out there and do the knowledge, and then figure out what's gonna what's gonna work and what won't. Instead of just trying to throw shit out of the wall and see what sticks. You're trusting and drawn to what you see of your own. Point blank. Exactly. You can't Rep- be you can't represent- be white and go into an all Hispanic neighborhood thinking you people are going to change for you because they don't trust you to begin with. Representation is important. Yes. Well, with that, that was a great article. Go check it out. Um, a straightforward way to address the PGA of America's diversity problem. Um, as we dove into it and gave our our opinion and views, um, we invite you to go and. Uh, do do research and check shit on your own. So good article. Um, this Saturday at the Hard Knock Slice, I'll be rocking some some fresh golf gents uh, gear because I like looking fly when I win. And so head over to golfgents.com for your fly weekend golf gear. Golf Gents has an awesome master's line and some of the dopest golf blades. So head over to golfgents.com. Um. Golf Gents is sponsoring this week's Front Nine. And so uh, a lot of us on this uh, show today have seen wrestling, have watched wrestling coming up, um, just loved it. And so this week's Front Nine is ranking your favorite wrestlers finishing moves or finishers is what they call it. For you wrestling, wrestling folks, don't don't come for me, finishers. Okay, I got it. Um, so with that being said, we'll go around the room and name some of our favorite finishers. So uh, let's start with uh, let's start with Dan. Name some of your finishers. All right, I got four that made my list. Okay. I'll go in reverse order. So the fourth one is the pile driver. Oh shit, and Paul Orndorff. Mr. Wonderful would do that to people. You know, it was lights out. <laughs> yeah. And that finisher was so 
dangerous that they banned it. So they don't even yeah. do the original pile driver where they actually sat down feet forward. Yeah. Then they change it into like the tombstone, the one the Undertaker did. Yeah. So they had to go on their yeah. knees to protect the neck and back of the receiving pile driver guy, you know. So Man, that I, ain't heard fourth. That. I ain't heard that name in a long time too. Yes, right sir. On for bringing that dude up. So I'm an old school wrestling dude. You know, yeah. I, I stopped watching wrestling probably like sometime in the nineties, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm WWF, not even WWE. So <laughs> nice. and then the third one, the Iron Sheik, the camel clutch. <laughs> oh shit. And he got Hulk Hogan <laughs> yeah, in the camel clutch. That shit was dope. <laughs> yes, and he had tapping those little pointy shoes and you with it. Watch out. Yeah. And then my second one, Brett the Hitman Heart Sharpshooter. He gets you in the sharpshooter. Lights out. Legs are but finished. Number one, in honor of Mathis, Ric Flair's figure four leg lock. Woo! Yeah. Yes, sir. I remember when we were little kids, one of my cousins put his brother in the figure four. <laughs> crying. Every family would put somebody in that, in that move. Figure four leg lock, boy. But the real veterans know you just roll over and you reverse it on them. Woo, boy. Yes, sir. <laughs> Yes, so those are my top four. Nice. Let's go with uh, Darren Gowski. Darren took my camel clutch from Iron <laughs> Sheik. Uh, but I got I got two other ones. Um, Bruce the Barber Beefcake. Ooh, you better stand up and do it. Hold. Oh, shit. Sleeper hold. I didn't know. Come on now. Come on, man. Put you in that sleeper hold, and then once you fell asleep, get the scissors out. <laughs> take some locks of your hair, boy. <laughs> Done. Yeah. And then uh, Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man. Oh. He put you in that modified sleeper, the Million Dollar Dream. And then when you were done, you stuff a hundred in your mouth, leave <laughs> the ring. <laughs> I do remember I that. to stuff some money in. Oh, sorry. What? Oh, hey. yikes! Wow. Oh boy! Wow! <laughs> Different show. <laughs> uh, Marcus, name some of your favorite finishers. My boy Eugene was on here. I I wasn't entertained by wrestling, and I didn't watch it. Truthfully, <gasps> truthfully, I'm a person. I'm a person that, and I, I'm looking at y'all's faces, and y'all are shocked. <laughs> but I'm I mean, a person, not really. I mean, I, I'm a person that was. I was not entertained by it. Sorry. I think I watched it when I was like six to ten. So. <laughs> On to the next person. My bad, fellas. <laughs> it's all right. What did, what did Mike say about kicking him out of the... the... <laughs> yeah. Look, so, uh, here, I'll, I'll give you just a quick little backstory. I get into it with my wife because we watch movies and she gets scared and she don't want to watch movies in the dark and all that. And I've always wanted to, I've always wanted to be in, on TV or be in the movies. But I always looked at the stuff and understood that it's wrestling I knew wasn't real. It's entertainment. I, it, the fact that I knew it wasn't real, it didn't entertain me. I didn't I didn't watch it. And then I never That's why I stopped scared. when I was eleven. I was never scared of scary movies because I understood that there was somebody there with a camera filming it. I understood the work part of it. The fuck happened in your childhood? <laughs> I, mean, I, just, I, I wanted to be. I wanted to be on the other side of the camera. Nice. We all did, but you still got to enjoy entertainment. I mean, I do. I, I watch stuff and I enjoy it, but just I'm not gonna get scared. I ain't gonna cry. Mm-hmm. Cry is different, but don't act like you ain't somebody ain't never scared you in a house or out in the street or something. No, uh, because you just got to. If you, you just got to get me, or you just gonna get me, you gonna get me. That's what I'm saying. So, like a scary movie, you don't. 
And most times in a scary movie, you expect stuff. But if there's something that jumps out, you're going to jump. I don't. That's my wife. She gets upset. Because I don't. I don't. <laughs> Boog. You're dead inside. Don't work. Booger. I don't even know what to say. But, uh, yeah, the camel clutch was one of mine. But number two was Stone Cold, the stunner, bro. Yeah. And, you know, afterwards, he drank that beer, crack it open, didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it's always the people's elbow with the people's eyebrow. Yeah. So I had to do that. But it wasn't even like the finishing moves for me. It was the talking shit. Like, Ric Flair. Number one shit talker. Uh, the, bruh. Diamond watch, jet planes. All these bit that. That's what got me. Um, profiling. Talking. Him and Macho <laughs> Man. Him and Macho Man were the best at shit talking. Yes. That was one of my favorite parts is when they were doing their little shoots and stuff and going to, to Piper's Pit. I know who he is. Brother Love. I know who he is because of the snapping to the Slim Jim dude. Oh, yeah. Macho Man. There you go. <laughs> I'm done with him. Shook, who you got? Yeah, so I mean, <clears throat> I have man, I got a, I got a, I got a list, man, because I was a wrestling, I was a wrestling kid, man. So. You look like it. Yeah, that's just gonna bounce us out here. You're gonna bounce us out. I mean, I was, I was always into that shit, man. Um, you know, and and you know, with my cousins and shit, trying to portray the different wrestlers and shit, and we all, you know, we had fun with that shit, man. So, like, um, I'd say the spear from Goldberg was always dope to me. Um, the pedigree from triple H that one was always cold blooded. Cause it would, it would just catch you and he would fuck people up with that. I agree with you, Dan on the figure four uh, leg lock from Ric Flair. Um, the sharpshooter. Y'all remember that one Yeah. from yeah. breath of Hitman heart. Yep. He was dope. Uh, the flying elbow. I think that was already mentioned from the macho man. Um, the stunner. I'm with you, but book on stone cold, Steve Austin, the razor's edge. Yeah, that shit was hardcore. That shit was hardcore, man, from Razor Ramon. Um, it was also called the Outsider's Edge. That's how much of a fucking nerd I am. So, um, the People's Elbow. The Rock. Yeah. That was the shit. And my favorite wrestler, man, outside of outside of Razor Ramon, man, was the Ultimate Warrior, and he did the Ultimate Splash. Yeah. Ultimate Warrior is my favorite, too, but I, didn't, I couldn't remember his move. It was a yeah, splash. He the, ulti- he the, the Ultimate Splash. Where you bounce, go from one rope, jump over you, go to the other, and then splash your ass. Yeah. Um, okay. Who's nine. the ultimate warrior turn into later on? Mm. Uh, the. It was just warrior Sting. when he went to. Sting. Who? Sting. He wore the no. white mask. No, he did not turn into Sting, dude. Bro, that was the same person. No, it was not. Oh boy. No, Pull it up. Watch. Uh, I will. Yeah, I will. Yeah, yeah, dog. Watch yeah, this shit. I'm, I'm sorry, man, but I will. I, I, you will lose this battle, dude. Sting and the Ultimate Warrior are not the same person, hey. brother. Let's see what the listeners have to say. Oh, they they're gonna come, Booga. They're coming for you. They're coming they for your ass. Prominent Booga. at the same time. They were prominent. I mean, they were they wrestled no, at the same, same time. Though. the same time, like you never saw Reggie Miller and no, dude, I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, dude. There, Sting was not. No, you're you're wrong, brother. Why you had to bring Reggie Miller and Cheryl into this? Yeah, like that? come on, man. It's the same person. Do <laughs> um, you all pick Coco Beware at all? Uh, yeah, he was cool. Nothing. He was cool. He was cool. No, he was all right. No. 
No. The junkyard dog was better. Yes. At dancing. Yeah. It was cool. The, he had the, the thumper and doing his thing, but. JYD would talk a lot of shit, though. He would. Some of it you didn't understand, but he was talking. Yep. But Booker T was the ultimate shit talking. Yeah, he was. He, when he said on that run promo live <laughs> on TV, he was like, Hulk Hogan, I'm coming for you, nigga. And they looked at yeah. him on TV like, whoa. <laughs> oh, shit, I forgot about how I saw Jim Duggan, too. Uh, yeah. Ho. Yeah. yeah well, oh, he's he'd, hit your ass. he'd hit your ass with that two by four, man. He'd um, be out. My list is, uh, it's kind of ranked a little bit. So, Number one, my favorite wrestler of all time is uh, The Undertaker, and I love this tombstone and his choke slam. Uh, two, the leg drop by by Hulk Hogan. Three, the pedigree by Triple H. Mm-hmm. A lot of that people. That shit was hard. That, that shit was so hard. It was hard. It's, it's so much so that even other wrestlers to this day will use it as a finisher sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost became just like a regular move. The RKO. Like how many times at videos have you seen people just doing RKOs out of nowhere to people in pools and all kind of shit? <laughs> um, the DDT. You remember when Jake the Snake Roberts would DDT your ass and then throw that mm-hmm. big ass snake on you? You'd be out. Um, I had the stunner on there. Sweet Chin Music by Shawn Michaels. He kicked the fuck out of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Diamond Cutter by Diamond Dallas Page. He used to get people with that. Hey, he was cold blooded with that shit, too. Um, I forgot about him, man. The Scorpion Deathlock by Sting. We mentioned him. Uh, not the Warrior, but Sting. Um, hey, I, I apologize because <laughs> the Warrior's first name was Dingo Warrior. Dingo Warrior, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my last one, which was number nine, was uh, the Jackhammer, which uh, Goldberg used to do. And the reason why yeah. it was one of my favorites is we saw Goldberg live in Denver it was like when I was in college or something like that, right after college. And he had the giant, a seven foot, 300 something pound man up in the jackhammer mm-hmm. and planted his ass in the ring. And I said, God damn, that's a I was crazy at that move. show. Nigga. Yeah. I was at that show too. Shook the fucking ring. Mm-hmm. So I know that a lot of people are going to say, well, how come you didn't talk about this and talk about that and talk about, you know, the splashes or the three amigos from Eddie Guerrero or all this stuff. Cause this is our list. Right. And if you tell want us to, your list, yeah, yeah tell we'll us your list, your list. And if you don't like our list, fuck your mama and your daddy. Cause I guess we oh. brought daddies into it last week. So oh, I got in trouble when I say daddies, yeah. we got to be equal. Yeah. When I talk about daddies, everybody get mad. <laughs> um, and with that coming with the talking to the shit, the hard knock slice tour. 2022 starts this week. Uh, the opening course is, uh, I believe it's Thorn Creek. Um, there's yeah, some. Can I can I ask a question, Mike? Mike, what the fuck? Why do we have to start with this motherfucking course? <laughs> you just answered your own question. I mean, shit. Apparently, it's got some folks shook. So, no, I'm just saying it's it's not it's uh not shook. I'm just saying it's 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 definitely yeah, not. It's definitely not of, easy. A lot of houses for Reggie to hit. You sound sure. Maybe. <laughs> I might, I might, hey, I might hit your house. And if I do, fuck off. You know? It's got fairways and greens just like all the other courses. Don't live on a golf course if you don't want your house to get hit. <laughs> Yikes. Um, should be a good time. There's 12 of us going out to open up the season. 
Um, 16. But oh, oh, sorry. 16. Uh, even more. We haven't I, made it national yet, so I can't play. But you know, it is what it is. Hey, we're, we're working. We're bring you out, have to take your ass, ass to the live tour. <laughs> <laughs> it's sixteen of us out there. Um, maybe I said, "No, nigga, stay out there in your sunshine." <laughs> oh, I am. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm loving it. It might be might be cold here Saturday. Maybe you know, I, y'all just had snow two weeks ago. So yikes! That's true. No lies. Maybe I said twelve because the other four really don't matter at the bottom. You know what I'm saying? Oh damn! Woo! Damn! That's what we names. That adds you, Marcus, because you just put it out there. Let's name names. Let's go. Uh, uh, You go ahead. Put your first one out there. (laughs) Going to be in the bottom four. Yeah. Well, it is handicapped, so. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Who's going to win in your first match, Mike? Ooh. Who do I have in my first match? Who's going to win? Well, I got Marcus in my first match. That's not the question I asked you. Yeah? I said who's going to win. We don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. I've never seen Marcus play. (laughs) We'll find out on Saturday. You better get your Kobe on. Straight killer. I'm bringing this one club I got at a putter. Hey. (laughs) It's no lie. But I'm going to tell you that. One club and a putter with you. Hey. That one club, that one club though, man, is like I don't know how to explain it. It's something you've never seen before. It's like it's like you, Newman's when, that wood yeah, Newman when, used. <laughs> when, what, you see that, wood? Yes, when you see that, that thing shit come out, you're in trouble. I'm gonna tell you that. Trouble. It. Trouble. It from ninety to two twenty. Yes. <laughs> yes. 90, 90 to three oh five. You you've seen the club. Choke up or choke down on it. <laughs> I seen him hit I seen him grab it above the club and still hit it one time. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um yeah, that'd be interesting. I think who'd you say I was matched up against, Mike, or did you know? You said uh you you got uh you got the other Marcus. Washington? Coming fresh oh, coming fresh shit. off his Augusta visit. Did his handicap approve? <laughs> improve? I went to see you? Yeah. Yeah. Did it? His, his mark, yeah, his handicap is 32, man. 32? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all see his face? Y'all Yo. see his face? You almost spit out your food, man. <laughs> Yo, Marcus. Huh? When did he start playing? Tomorrow? Yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we know who Marcus says on the bottom of the list. He said, oh did he start gosh. playing tomorrow? Now, do, you, do you guys not understand how handicaps work, though? Oh, man. Yes. His handy, he just has to beat his own handicap to not be on the bottom of the list. Yeah, but the way Marcus said it, though, it was just comedy. <laughs> so the crazy part about it is, is that me playing him, I got to overcome that because I think I'm half him. Like I'm exactly. like 16 or 17. So that's going to be crazy. We're, we're fair and equitable on this tour. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's still, it, it, you, yeah. But is so, that yeah. a handicap? It's possible for anybody. Marcus, sandbagging. His, his real handicap yeah. is, is probably a 52. This nigga shooting, <laughs> he plays 18 holes and you going to tell me he shoots like a 160? Uh no you you there's I mean there's no way you could shoot a 160 not with the rule not with the not with the rule exaggerating but, but the handicap caps at 32 yeah so it could be worse it could be yeah, worse it, but yeah, it, it caps at 32 because there's no way anyone could I mean if you play with a with a 40 handicap 
and you actually end up playing well. It sounds like the nigga played with a spoon and a fork. <laughs> Come on, I hope man. You don't listen to this show. Come on, man. Hey, uh, uh, I just want to make sure that you are in fact recording because when Marcus loses to a thirty-two this year, yep. I just yep. want to make sure. Yes, Ooh. it's out there. Yeah, because who else is out there? Is, is Vish a thirty-two? We've got a couple thirty-one, thirty-twos. Yeah. I think I'm. I think I'm right there too. Who are you? Who? Yeah, I mean, it's all fun and games talking about them, but when you see them on your matchup card going into that week, you're like. Got to give this motherfucker sixteen strokes. Yeah, <laughs> then you're like, no, he ain't a thirty-two. He's like a twenty. Who are let's talk? Who are the matchups, Mike? Why don't you go through them all? Uh, well, well, matchups for this week. Sure, dinner still. <laughs> hey man, you're more than welcome to drop off the podcast anytime. <laughs> this is something y'all should talk about later. You worried about your shit now? <laughs> yeah, let me pull it up here real quick. This, this is the hard knock slice segment of the show. <laughs> This is goddamn, the same 45 minutes on the thing. This is a goddamn golf podcast last time I, I checked. <laughs> well, if you, if you yeah, got know, man, handicap, it's not golf anymore. <laughs> and this motherfucker's talking about inclusion and growing the game. Right. Oh. <laughs> Hypocrite. You have to start Hypocrite. somewhere, motherfucker. <laughs> Hypocrite. Is he a minority? He in and he was a 10. Is he a minority? <laughs> Wow. I'm the minority in our league. You're right. <laughs> you are correct. Is that right, so, yeah, first about. What's that? It's that diversity we were talking about. Yeah, that's right. It's all the, y'all are really talking about me. <laughs> um, <laughs> so first round in the first group, we got Blaine versus Wagers. Ooh, that's a good matchup. That's be, that'll be a good one. The alarm with Negroes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't that's know. I'm going to a new podcast. It's going to be called Maybe You Should Be Slightly Worried About These Black Dudes on This Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll listen in. I'll listen. I will. Do. They sound I'll a bit in. perturbed. <laughs> so you, you said Blaine, Blaine and Wagers. That's, that's a good a matchup. Good, that's, a, that's a great matchup. Blaine versus Wagers, and then we got Scott versus Dan. Ooh, ooh. Oh, oh boy. Oh boy. Should be some fireworks in there. Hey, who's who's showing up? Who's showing up hung over to that that matchup? They're probably uh, going out together to drink. Uh not Dan. Exactly. It's not gonna be Dan or Matt. I won't be hung over. <laughs> I'm not drinking all my you know, nice. next round we got uh Ooh, Chuck versus Brian. That's a good matchup, are, too. Oh, boy. Those are two even handicaps. Yep, that's oh going to be a good matchup. And I ain't got nothing to do with just smoking. <laughs> and we got Elliot and Ali. So that's going to be interesting in itself, because what, what 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 did you have Ali's handicap listed at? 20? I'll put him back to before he went to Africa. So okay. he's still 27. Oh, shit. Hey, he man. Africa a year and a half ago. Damn. I know, but he did, hasn't played in a tournament, so he gets 27 strokes. 27. Okay. I just. It's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting if Ali gets distracted. <laughs> Ali's always distracted. <laughs> <laughs> Wear your sunglasses, Ali. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. Keep I'm going, gonna a, brother. I'm going to get a bunch of Pro V1s and just take them and start throwing them. All you got to <laughs> do is. He gonna go get him if he sees him. <laughs> it's Ali. All you gotta do is tell Ali there's a snake in the bush. His ass gonna try and find it. 
True. This motherfucker got problems. He ain't even here to defend himself. Terrible. It's all right, Ali. It's all right. Let us know, Ali. Come on the show next week and tell us how you got through the first week of the Hard Knock Slice Tour. Yeah, then we got uh, uh, me versus Marcus, and I'm at a 12. He's at a 15. Yeah, because of that Green Bay Chicago bullshit. Oh. No, I, I I did that just in case, you know, you you showed out on the first round. I can't have any of my constituents complaining about the new guy beating their ass. So it's got to be on me. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm going to bring my old bag out, Eric. Well, I don't like the way you said your constituents. Like you, like you was master or something. I like it. I like the word. I take care of my people. Yes. <laughs> my little ducklings. Oh, what do you mean you? What do you mean you? Your people. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just, just playing, man. I'm just, I'm just playing. I'm just playing, man. Yeah. Then we got Mathis versus Reg, which I'm sure you guys have played a bit together. That'll yeah. be, be an interesting I know, hey, match. And Ma- I will say Mathis has been playing. I heard he's been playing some lights out golf lately. So um, we'll see. Mathis, we're we going to find out, brother. We'll find he's out. Been quiet. I haven't heard anything from him. So oh, he I, probably is playing pretty well. Yeah. He was in a, I think he, if I, if I remember hearing correctly, he was doing some, he was in a little top golf league. And then I know that he joined a league that's like they play right, uh, they play rounds right by his house too so he's he's definitely been he's definitely been playing for sure that tourney pressure though we'll see yes yeah, sir it's a different kind of pressure it's, it's a motherfucker sure. and talking shit too let's we'll see if you know and we got eric versus marcus mr augusta and then vish against mike reed Ooh, that'll be interesting. It what will be interesting in 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 that matchup. Thank you, Mike. Is if we can stay focused. So we've we've got Vish that is out to have fun, and he may score well. We don't know. I haven't played with Mike Reed. It seems like he has fun too, and Marcus can have fun. I just got to keep him on the rails, and he can he can probably be decent. We'll see. So, so you know, I, I was going to play you in the first round just to. Kind of set you straight on this whole chant bullshit for the rest of the year. I wanted to smoke. Um, I wanted to give it to you, but always switch it. No, I, I figure it's more detrimental to have him play with some people that are a little more loose and not as focused. Well, we'll see each I other. I want him to play to my level. You know, when we're playing against each other, I wanted him to play down to maybe someone else's level. Hey, we'll we'll see each other at the end in the final foursome. I'll see you soon, champ. Oh wow. That's what I'm. That's what I'm open for. Wow! <laughs> wow! So it should be a good time out there. Hard knock slice. Hey, we're kicking it off. It's going to be a good time. Look forward to seeing all you fellas out there. Hey, shout out to uh, to Cat English man. We're going to miss you on the tour this year. Um, always fun having you out there. So shout out to you. Um, yeah, and uh, Jack, we'll miss you too. Yeah, hey Martin, heal up and get back. And Martin, man. yeah, man. Shout out to fam, man. Heal up, man. Get your get your shoulder right, man. We might have to you get you week. three might have to get you three wheels instead of two, nigga. <laughs> man. <laughs> man, brother. I'll, how I, I'll, I'll leave you I'll leave it and I'll see you next Thursday. Man, is that how it happened? You got hurt on you got hurt on the bike? I told us that stop riding that fucking bike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn, man, that sucks. But that's his love. So, 
Go out for it. Um, and with that, you saw the hating that we were doing and, and bringing the heat. And so what we're going to do is we're going to open up this week's. Hey, 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 hey. With a little hate from, from, from our fans. And so it's always a good time uh, when I get to read the emails and stuff like that. And so uh, the first one, it says, leave our daddies alone. You're probably talking about them since you didn't have one. He was talking to you, booger, nigga. Uh, Ricky Cassell Armstead is my daddy. Uh, yikes. And your daddy, too, and you just don't know it, bitch. Ooh. Goodness. Wow. Damn. My mother wow. and father still together. They still together. Yep. <laughs> um, so then the other one we got is Marcus sounded like a spoiled little girl. You got what you wanted. That's what they said to you. Damn. Whoa. Wow. Woo-wee. That's some that wow. That, come on, man. You're gonna hit my, gonna hit my man like that? They, they ain't had no Christmas. Why, why he sit up in, he sat up in the camera like that? He's looking straight straight at the camera. Well, hey, look, look, here's what I'm gonna say. Well, in the, to the complainers out there, you know, you should ask your daddies for a moto caddy. Whoa. <laughs> I got what your mama wants. Oh yeah! <laughs> Tell the Marcus preach his face. <laughs> <laughs> wow! No, that was <laughs> I was I was acting like a little spoiled brat. Oh, that shit had me out. Yeah, it was funny, it was funny though. Yeah, <laughs> that shit was funny though. Uh, they said, Eric, you almost made it without singing. Come on, you're singing like Harriet, Harriet Tubman. Oh man! Oh, and you know, oh man. come on, man! I hope that, that was, was somebody. I hope that was somebody right. black. Man, I hope so too. <laughs> oh, no, sure. no, no, I got a confession. All these things in my burner account. <laughs> 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 I did that shit. <laughs> oh, man, Harriet, that. Harriet, all from my burner account. <laughs> Harriet Tubman is an uh, man. She was hey. not very pretty woman, man. Hey. No. She go, wasn't man. even a handsome man. No, she could no. sing her ass off though. Who was better looking, Patrick Ewing or? Oh, <laughs> oh yikes! I get it. You want me to get a picture of my aunt? We'll find out. Yes, <laughs> I need to see it. <laughs> Who wore it better? Hey, that was another one. They, there was another one on here that said you would have smashed, smashed it to get on that underground railroad though. Yeah, one hundred percent. Hey man, I smashed your mama to get on that underground railroad. I'm I might have tried to, hey, Marcus, I might have tried to get by. Underground railroad to the underground Yeah, I'm just going to walk on the side, man. Just get lucky. <laughs> You've been in the house making beds and shit. That's okay. <laughs> That's all right. I'd have been one warm base. <laughs> and then the other one was like, uh, Patrick Ewing, and they put a question mark. Like, are yeah. you serious? I'm serious. My aunt looks like Patrick Ewing. I will show a picture if anybody wants. <laughs> Come on, man. Because we can so do it side by side. I'm for real. We'll do a side by side. I don't give a fuck about her. We can all show y'all. <sighs> I'm glad your aunt don't listen to this, though. If she yeah. can listen to it. My whole family can listen to it. The bitch looked like Patrick Ewing. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Ewing kind of looks like Keith Sweat. So I like know. Similarity hey, there. The bitch looked like Patrick Ewing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. I will bring a picture if anybody wants to see, man. Uh, she oh. looked like Patrick Ewing. Side by side. Wow. Mm-mm. Um, and with that, that's our viewers hate. 
Um, we're gonna go around the room. Yeah, my answer, I'll tell y'all my answer, asshole. That's why. That's why I could say that she ain't never been respectful to me, so I ain't gotta be respectful of her ass either. Mm. That's how that shit works. Gotcha. Had to be something. Damn. Uh, let's go around the room. Does anyone have any hate? Mike, Darren, Goss, you got any hate? Uh, yeah. Fuck uh, food poisoning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. We took me out for about this. four days. Uh, it's a good diet plan, though. Anybody looking to drop 10 to 12 pounds <laughs> real quick? Um, only a, I, all right. I need to take a survey here. Is there anybody that goes into a parking lot and parks backwards here? Dude, no. Fish. No. For golf? For golf? No, just no, any just parking in lot. General. In if general, you're in a parking lot. Started. And you yeah. back your ass into a parking spot. In general, <laughs> yes, so I can get a fast getaway in case something pops off. For golf, no. I need an explanation because this shit's driving me fucking crazy. A fast getaway. You need to make sure you can get out quick. Yeah. I've fast getaway. Jesus Christ. Where are you Mike, parked in a bank? What's chasing you around? It doesn't matter. As a black man, you never know. Always be ready. Exactly. <laughs> okay, can you explain to me why the other 90% of the population is doing this shit then? Speak for people who ain't my color. I can't do they, they want you to they want you to know they're they're backing in so you can watch them back in. That's the only other thing I can think hey, of. Yeah, that's all I have to do is sit there and watch them do this shit. Yeah. All these cue lines that the kid drop off at school. These motherfuckers <laughs> will turn left, go half the way into a parking spot. And then back up to get to the one on the opposite side of the aisle Whoa. so that they can yeah, park man. backward. Fuck that. Wow, there's a line of 20 cars waiting to drop their fucking kids off. Yeah, no. This shit drives me insane. And it's like, <laughs> it's creeping to the point where it's like almost 50% of the population is doing this shit. How many are like, trucks? I don't get it. Number one. I don't know. Well, I mean, a lot of them are trucks. And with big trucks, I kind of get it. Yeah, like, I get it grocery too. Grocery store but... and shit. But now when we're trying to drop kids off, there's a line of 20 cars. Dude, I got boxed in almost. I I was parked. (laughs) Listen to this real quick. Sorry, Mike. I was was parked, and it was raining hard. So I was waiting for the rain to settle down before I went into the store, right? A truck backed in in front of me, almost hit my car. Then this motherfucker in a Mustang backed in next to me. I only had one more side left. And I'm like, what is happening? I was hoping they would get struck by lightning. I mean, there's two things. There's a reason they don't put reverse lights on the front of your fucking car. Ooh. Number one. And number two, none of these people are that good at it. Mm. They even got reverse cameras, and it's taken them forever to pull this off. Yes. And then when they get in there, they're like all cockeyed and shit. I have to climb out the sunroof. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. That shit just drives me insane, man. You guys, yeah. you're not reinventing the wheel. Stop doing that shit. Nice. I like your hate. Dan, do you have anything? Man, don't get me started. <laughs> so I was golfing on Sunday. We were finishing at Highlands. There was a group of four in front of us. We were a threesome. There was a threesome behind us. So it was it was slower day because Highlands, it can play slow. So we were kind of just being patient the whole day because we were, you know, we had less people in our group. Well, the group behind us was this, like a dad, his son, and maybe like another older guy. Well, the young dude was like in his 20s and he was bombing it. So, you know, give him respect, whatever. On the 18th hole, he decided to hit into us while we're just walking to our carts. And it zips by us. And I'm like, they didn't yell nothing. So then we get up on the green, finish finish it up. I'm loading up. The dude goes past the cart sign only. 
you know, the card sign that says don't drive past this, right? Because it goes over the creek to the green on the left side there. And I yelled at him, hey, man, if you're going to hit into us, yell forward. He's like, huh? I said, dude, you almost hit us. His dad comes up. Oh, I'm sorry. I was like, dude, I was about to suplex you into that creek. If you didn't <laughs> do something. Then I would jump off of my cart and superfly Jimmy Snooker your ass at nice. the bottom of the creek. Like it. Yeah, I was not happy. He made me three putt, by the way. <laughs> That's what you was really mad about. Yes. <laughs> I'll probably so, let it go. So, Dan, I'm going to, so, you know, hard knock slices out there. You know, just throw a couple extra golf balls in Dan's ways. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Get in my head. That's right. Don't tell don't tell Brian to throw a golf on my way. <laughs> oh shit. Easy. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. You don't need no shout don't out to Brian. Me. I think he has it under control. Don't buzz the tower. Hey, I, I there was some other one on our on our uh, hard knock slice said that he almost hit somebody the other day, I think. So hey, hey. keep keep your shots ahead of folks, please. It happens. Just yell for so we can yeah, shit. stay alert. Uh, That's all I got. Booga. I, I'm in a happy place right now. I have no no kind of hate whatsoever. Uh, you know what? I'm lying. Fuck this. <laughs> I just got it now. So go. the company I'm with now, not going to mention no names, I'm probably the newest assistant CFO, senior accountant on the, with the company. I've been there since January. And the company average, and we do we do work for clients, and most people have two to three clients that they do they close their books for financials for. Mind you, I'm one of the youngest ones to the company, not to what I've been doing to the company, and I've gotten six clients since January. Hmm. And so I'm like, why the fuck am I getting all these clients? So I ask my boss. I'm like, okay, you know I already have four clients. Why are you giving me two more in the last week and a half? Oh, I just suggested you because you just do good work. No, no, motherfucker. If I do good work, give me great pay. Because I get good pay. No, I get great pay. I need outstanding pay, awesome pay. Why the fuck are you giving me all this work and you're giving it to the people who've been there for five, six, seven, eight years? Fuck that. And it's always the same saying. Good workers get fucked and bad workers get promoted. Mm. Fuck your couch. That's why I'm only here till August 7th. These nuts. You sound like Tom Hanks and Big when he got that job. And John Lovitz was like, slow down. He's like, <laughs> here. He's like I know. <laughs> That's what, I'm, I'm just saying, uh, you got all I these hear, people working before me. Why are they not getting these new, these other clients? Uh, I'm good. Okay. Uh, Marcus, do you have anything today? Uh, I don't think so. So, fuck your mama next week. <laughs> <laughs> and your daddy, so we don't forget about him either. Because I'm Gandhi this week, so yeah. I'm going to get it out now. Yep, they're going to talk about you. Yeah. Um, no, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so, man. I don't know why people talk about that. That should be a good thing that a motherfucker ain't got me. I can't think of something that, that I hate. Yeah, that's true. Something that upset me. Yeah. No. Uh, you can be mad about that. My boy be cussing people out in traffic. Like, I tell him. So, you know, I said, so, you know, motherfuckers are always fuck up in traffic, right? I was like, you're going to do this every day for the rest of your life? You're going to cuss somebody out, honk your horn, yell, flip them off, speed pass them? I was like, you're going to do this every day? 
for the rest of your life, right? <laughs> at least, though, if they do, they'd be consistent. Well, maybe that's Every his release. Day, yes, maybe that's, that's his release. Yeah. So he be. doesn't shoot nobody or choke them out. He curses well, them out. Here's a, here's a PSA. Stress kills. Mm-hmm. That it does. That it does. I agree with that. That's, yeah. one to grow on. that's why. I'm 50 years old. I ain't trying to die over no dumb shit. I feel that. Um, sure. I hate, I'm I hate that I'm married and can't fuck the white. <laughs> yo, no, no, hey, oh, no, hey, yo, she, she, hey, she'll never listen to this, and yo, you can't, nigga, if you make this one of the excerpts, I will not, I will not, I will not, I will not. This dude had to look around before he said it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> He I said that shit like, hold on, hold on. She might be listening. I will not. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> shit, she might knock a shade off. <laughs> For real. Um, I don't. I hate, I hate when I say foolish shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> he said he hates me say foolish like that didn't come out of his mouth. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Like I tell my kids, think two to three seconds before you open your mouth. Uh, that was good shit. That was good shit. Hey, I'm actually not hating on anything this week. Um, mm. I'm going to chill. I'm in, in a good place. And uh, I'm just saving everything for Saturday. Oh, I got one more hate after wow. after should. Wow. I mean, I, it's amazing that, you know, I'm glad everybody's in a good place. I'm going to feel like I'm in a good place, too. But I will say, uh, I do have a couple things I'm going to hate the fuck off. Um, Customer service. No, I'm going to go back to a hate I had earlier um, about how reading is fundamental. And, you know, motherfuckers should just take the, the, take the time. Um, I'm not really going to go into the example because our listeners are going to be like, oh, my God, you're complaining about this again? <laughs> oh, God. Damn. Fuck y'all, okay? But here's what I'm going to tell you. Reading is reading is motherfucking fundamental. If you can't read, then don't respond to shit. Don't respond to a fucking email, and you didn't read the motherfucking email, and then you're gonna respond to the shit, and it makes no sense what your fucking response is. So I'm gonna come. I'm gonna immediately respond to your shit and let you know that you fucked up immediately. And mm. if it's my boss, if it's my colleague, if it's a peer, I don't really give a fuck. I'm gonna let you know. Because I'm sick and tired of mediocre shit, period. So that's what I'm going off on is motherfuckers who cannot read when the shit is lined out for them beforehand. Read the shit before you respond. That's where I'm at with that. And that's my hate for that for that one. And I'm also hating on <laughs> I might go customer service. You always do. <laughs> and it's really it's really the supply chain shit because if you can't get certain shit. It, it's all tracked and backed up. You know what I'm saying? It's it's just a mm-hmm. fucked up situation. So I hope that, that the the people, the authorities that be, can fix this shit so you never have this kind of an issue again. Because if you're it, like I'm going to tell you where it where it's really stupid. People are waiting for lumber in certain areas because you can't because they're waiting on chips to fix certain shit that they need. And lumber and all this other supplies and all this shit is just sitting in yards and places. It's fucking ridiculous, man. That's just a we're, setup, we're, bro. It's we're, we're adults. Mm-hmm. We can figure this shit out. Get it moving, motherfuckers. 
That's all just a setup. It is. But it, it is, dude. But it dry, that's when that's when motherfuckers are always complaining about, oh, well, shit, it's more expensive. Da, 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 da. It's a domino effect, man. Just wait. Just wait things out for a little bit and hopefully things get right. But this whole this whole supply chain shit is on my motherfucking nerves. Yes. Okay. And, my other hate I forgot. I'm sorry. Uh oh. And it's not a big hate. Okay. It's the selfish hate. I'm hating on my my hookup that couldn't hook me up with two pair of shoes. And so I had to be I had to think about other people today and get their shoes for them and I couldn't get mine. So they're gonna be rocking some hot shit. Thank for you. The hard knock slice tour. Yes, thank you. And I don't get to rock my shit here in San Diego, so I'm not going to say fuck you to my hookup, but I'm kind of pissed off about hey, that. I will edit that out, my man, because I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and with that, um, that's our. Hey, our golf gig and song of the week is brought to you by Moto Caddy. Suge, Marcus, and myself now get to enjoy. The Moto Caddy M5 GPS DHC electric caddy has downhill control, electric parking brake, nine speed settings, GPS onboard charging, and many other features. You know, if you pair your phone with that thing, you you can see your text messages and everything on that on that screen. Moto Caddy send that motherfucker fifteen yards ahead of you. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very nice. Wait for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a lovely cart. It's like a butler. Love it. It's like a butler for your clubs. Moto Caddy, the number one cart company in the world, can get you right for the course today. Head over to motocaddy.us and check out all the dope push carts and other things they have to offer. Bags, etc. So, Shook, get us into our golf gigging song of the week. Man, so since we were talking about our favorite finishing wrestling moves earlier, we are going to give y'all a song that ties to the wrestling industry by a group of cats that's that's been doing it for a long time, man. Um, you got Griselda and you got Action Bronson coming together to bring you Dudley Boys. You got West Side Gun featuring Action Bronson, man. So let's let's hit it. Bam, bam, Queens, it's me. I peel steel shit like string cheese. River monsters playing on the big screen. I've been flicking nice since I was 15. I'm just a kid from Queens. Nothing don't mean shit to me. And they got a, a real woo vibe. Wow. I like to taste it too. Go ahead, fellas. Going, going in on that song, man. And and if y'all uh just West Side Gun man and Benny the Butcher and and Conway man and that whole Griselda clique, if y'all don't know who they are, man, go check them out. Yeah, they you get might, it. you might you might see how they getting it. We need a lot of Benny the Butcher on here. Y'all sponsored by him? We might be. Hey, Benny the Butcher goes. That dude, he goes. And all of them actually go. It's weird. Like we said, it has this woo feeling. They're out of a pocket in Buffalo. 
They their favorite thing is old school wrestling. Um, they always talk about it and everything. It, it's just a, a different it's a different vibe, man. They and they're not they're not much younger than us. And I would say that that, that, that you is know, true. most cats you, you think you That's look at thing. you look at that whole you look at their whole thing and say like, Oh well these cats ain't been out that long. These cats is pushing forty years old, man. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? It's so, on there and it's cool that they're from Canada. That's cool. They're from <laughs> can, who? Canada. These cats ain't from Canada. You said Buffalo, right? Yeah, yeah Buffalo's in <laughs> Buffalo's in New York, dude. Not for New Yorkers, we call that Canada. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, boy. oh wow. Canada. Wow, man. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. If someone tell you they oh, I'm from New York. We're at Buffalo. Oh no, you're not. <laughs> wow. Can't tell them niggas that. Yeah, yeah. I'm in, hey, yeah. From Buffalo. Rick mm. J you can't tell Rick James that either. I think people from Buffalo say San Diego is Mexico, so I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> All of California is Mexico and Texas, so <laughs> Arizona, Texas, exactly. it's all Southwest. Mexico. Uh, with that, hey man, it's time to wrap this shit up and get prepped for the Hard Knock Slice tour. So let's give our final shout outs. Uh, Mike Darangowski, shout outs. Shout out to you guys. Shout out to the Hard Knock Slice crew. We'll see you on Saturday. Bring your A game. Likely be your C games, but Marcus, <laughs> welcome to the crew. Yes, sir. Look forward to getting around in with you and getting my ass kicked. Bring that club, Marcus. <laughs> nice. I see. I'm a, if I'm not, I see what you did there, Mike. What's that? <laughs> Just bring that club. Ass Don't put that pressure on me like that. <laughs> hey. Uh Marcus, shout outs. Oh, shout out to my wife and kids. Shout out to you fellas. Thanks for inviting Better. me into the Hard Knock Slice crew. Appreciate that. Uh shout out to Moto Caddy. Haven't been able to use it yet, but I'm gonna get out there. I might have to go uh around into tomorrow or Friday somewhere. Nice. Yeah, but uh, that's it, man. Just take care of yourselves. Nice. Uh, Dan. First, thanks for having me back, fellas. I always enjoy it. Shout out to all the Hard Knock Slicers coming up. Thanks, Mike, for always setting it up, handling all the logistics. You're the reason it runs smooth, so I appreciate it. Yes, indeed. And I can't, last but not least, shout out to the wife. She knows that, you know, when it's golf season, at least one day a weekend, I'm going to be busy. <laughs> yes, indeed. Love yeah. it. Um, Booger. Uh, shout out to y'all. Much love, fam. You know that. Hard Knock Slice. You know, I see y'all representing all the time. Um, shout out to my muse. Uh, L Boogie, if you don't know what the muse is, Google it. You'll be okay. Um know you're going through a tough week this week, but no, I always got your back. Good looking out on everything you do. I appreciate you, and I'm good. Shug. As we always say, man, you know, shout out to the fellas. Hard Knock Slice is is here. Looking forward to just chopping it up with y'all, man. I, I really enjoy this time. Um, shout outs to the wifey. Uh, we're going through, you know, trying to do some home renovations right now, so it's not an easy environment um, to try to just you know, just live normal life when 
your whole your whole house gets you know turned upside down for so i appreciate my wife for that um you know and just appreciate this time of year and I, i'm gonna say something about you guys are talking about you know golf courses that are in the hood i just i just something just popped into my head man and i talked about this before but in phoenix man we played at the i think it was called the the country club of of arizona or phoenix or wherever it was and there was a motherfucking hotel or a motel right in the middle of the front nine. So when I tell you that there are golf courses in the hood, it's real because we didn't see any real patches of grass until about hole 12. So, you know, these golf courses are out there. So shout out to y'all hood ass golf courses. they be, you know, you got to hit your ball out of the gravel and, uh, Shout out, shout out to my man, Dan, I, I, for real, dude, Dan, the answer, man. I think you sponsored my whole golf season, dude. You, you, uh, you changed, you changed the, you changed the way I can get off of the tee, dude. So I appreciate you, man. Um, right. so when you win something, don't forget who, who got you there. Yeah, maybe <laughs> we, we will see, man, but you got me That's playing. It. I appreciate it, man. I really do. Yeah. And, and, uh, can't say enough about that shit, man. So, yep. yep. But, uh, shout out to the fellas, man. Hope all is well. And, uh, that's it. Oh, I'm gonna shout out my fam bam. Uh they know what time it is. It's golf season. Shout out to the commissioner for working working out the schedule because I thought I was gonna miss the hard knock slice this year because my wife set me up with so much traveling uh this summer. But he worked it around so I can come back and defend. I appreciate that shit. That that meant the world to me. Get your ass kicked. <laughs> oh, it's funny how you doing all this traveling, but you ain't coming to San Diego. Hold on, I'm not done. I'll, I'll, we will be out there eventually. I have something planned for that. We're, we're working out. <laughs> 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 That's that bullshit. <laughs> um, shout yep. out! Shout out to the Hard Knot Slicers. Um, shout out to Glaze Cakes and Holes. Um, Shout out to Booger, man, for the the sneaker hookup, man. Like, just non-selfish. Like, you could have got yourself something and you hooked me up. And you know I'm such a sneakerhead, and I appreciate you you hooking me up and and your partner there um, and your hookup, so that's right on. You're going to have Ali hitting you up here pretty soon, dude. (laughs) (laughs) What about my shoes, Bug? Yeah. Um, Shout out to uh, 719-303. 720, just the box date, man. These fellas I grew up with and continue to grow old with and shit like that. I just appreciate that shit. Like, not a lot of people have family and friends that they can grow old with. And, and we're doing that shit. We have a good time doing it. Um, and we haven't changed. We may be looking like we're changing, but inside we're still the same assholes. So I appreciate that. Um, hey, hey, real quick, that reminded me. There's a lot of graduations happening, you know, this last couple weekends. Yeah, and it, and it took me back when we were sitting on the football field because remember it rained and we started sinking. The chairs started sinking into the field. Yeah, and then everybody got started crying. And <laughs> yeah, it was. It was, that just, was a day, man. It was a day. Yeah, um, but we're still here. Like we all went yes, separate sir. ways, paths, and everything like that, and and we're all here together, all of us. So um, I appreciate that. Man, once again, heal up, Martin, fam, get yourself mm-hmm. together, man. No doubt. Um, the listeners, we appreciate you sending in your feedback, listening to us, fucking with us. We're growing every week. We appreciate that. And shout out to the Bogey Brothers, Bogey Smalls. Yeah, we had and, fun, man. And and two putt who couldn't make it out here, but we just had a, a great time uh fellowshipping, playing golf. We did a three hole challenge, which will be up on their their page. 
eventually once it all gets edited. So make sure you go follow the Bogey Brothers on Instagram and YouTube and uh, just watch the Negroes get loose. Uh, team, one, team, team one happened to win. So uh, we'll go from there. So with that, uh, wrap us up, Shook. As we always tell you, man, this has already been a crazy-ass year uh, for a lot of bullshit that's going on out there. So it's only going to get hotter this summer. So as we always tell you, be careful. Be, be, be uh, you know, protect yourself, but be careful, man. Um, and that's really awesome. That's on some real shit, man. Um, we should all look to get out of this summer the same way that we went into it. So hopefully we can we can focus on that. Check in on your people. Make sure that they're okay if they need if they need help. Um, do what you can for them. Not saying you got to do you do everything for them, but do what you can for people that need it because there are people out there that that need something. So you know whatever that may be, whatever you can do for them, and, and sometimes it's just lending an ear is the best thing that you can do. Um, we all need it at some point. So you know, uh, check in on your folks, um, and you know, let's have a let's have a good summer. Let's enjoy it. And uh, get out of it, like we said, same way we went into it. And on that note, we out. Yes, sir. For the hard knock slices. Take the baseline out. Uh huh. Jiggle. Bounce. Let it bump Uh huh. Right on. And we are out of here. Hard knock slice season. Let's do it. Time to get it, fellas. Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. Negro. Negro, please. Negro, please. This is El Negro. Don't be alarmed.